Thank you for the confirmation, Hannah. Always looks like I look for confirmation for the message that the Lord gives me. If you have your Bible this morning, turn to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. We'll read verses 12 through 19. And I thank God for His grace and for His mercy. I thank Him for everything He's done in my life. There was a time when I wasn't know I didn't always live for the Lord, but God had mercy on me during that time. He had a calling on my life, and I refused to, to see it. I refused to walk in it. And He blessed me with a with an anointing and the, the knowledge of the Word, the knowledge of the Word of God, and, and I always overlooked that. And I just I just took it for granted. I, I could, you know, I knew how to live. The way that I was raised, I was raised in a church all my life, and I knew how I was supposed to live. Then I walk away from God and I go and do my own thing, you know. And I, do I regret that today? Yes, I regret it. I regret it every minute of my life because I think of where I could be today if I would have just right. been right. obedient to That's the right. Lord. Amen. I think of where I could be, where I would be today, and what the things that I wouldn't have never had to to suffer, the things I never had to deal with, the things I never had to right. pay repercussions for later on because of doing them. Amen. You know, when you think about those things now, and you think about where you could be today. Come on, don't take it for granted. Don't take the Lord for granted. You young people, there's nothing out there that world's got to offer. Come on, God's got something in store for you. Come on, for your future. Come on, not just for your future, for, for, but for all eternity. And the things you do out there, you can't take them with you for eternity. You can't if you go to hell because you're going to pay the repercussions for it. And then a lot of preachers don't preach on hell anymore today. Why? They're afraid they're going to scare the congregation off. That's right. Come on, but hell is real. Come on, we're supposed to shun hell, shun evil. Come on and gain heaven, gain eternal life, gain the Lord. That's what we're supposed to be doing. But I just, I thank God for that. I thank God for having mercy on me. Come on, and waiting on me. He didn't have to. He didn't owe me nothing. But I thank Him for that. I thank God for that. Praise the Lord. Now let's get on to the message. Luke chapter 17, verse 12 through 19. It says, And as he entered into a certain village, there met, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood far off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. He didn't cleanse them at the moment. It says as they left to go show themselves to the priest, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Lord Jesus, God, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to preach what you put on my heart, God, the message that you gave me, Lord. God, I can't do this without you. Lord, I'm just a human standing here, Lord God, saved by grace, Lord. 
Say by your mercy, Lord Jesus, I need you, God, to speak through me, Lord, to feed the people this morning, Lord God. To give them, Lord, something that will help them in their walk with you, God, to get closer to you and stronger in you, Lord Jesus. God, use me as your vessel, as your oracle this morning, Lord. Speak through me, God. Let my words be your words, Lord. And let there be a liberty to receive this morning and a liberty to preach in this place, Lord God. And I rebuke any hindering spirit that might try to sit on the rest of this service. And God, I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. There's two titles that I could have for this. One is the ten lepers and the one. But the title that God gave me this morning is Shake Your Foundation with Praise. You might ask me, well, why am I titling it Shake Your Foundation with Praise? Well, one, God gave me the title. You can take that up with Him. But there's a reason that I've titled this this that God showed me and that He revealed to me. You see, there was ten lepers that came to Jesus. The Bible says there was ten of them, but he, he acknowledged the one. The word acknowledged the one as the Samaritan. There's a couple different things that I've seen here when I've seen this. One, he was the stranger. The other nine wasn't. Could it be that the other nine were Jews? Were Hebrews? And the one was the Samaritan? But you know, the Samaritans were also Jews, but they were of a different class, of a different lineage. So they were considered outcasts. They were kept out away from the rest of them. But they all were Jews. But the point is, the one was a Samaritan, meaning that he was different from the rest because he was acknowledged as a stranger. Now when Jesus healed them and they went away, they never acknowledged that he'd done it. They might have realized... For one, when you see a leper, a leper have a white spot on them that's kind of a powdery looking thing, a weird looking whiteness to their skin. But they eventually lose fingers and they lose toes and they lose ears. Wherever the leprosy is attacking their body at, wherever their defense system can't stop it from infecting and stop it from, from hurting them and doing things to them, they begin to lose parts of their body. They begin to lose, like I said, they lose fingers or lose toes. Some of them lose hands. Some of them lose, they lose different parts. So these people knew that they had leprosy. But how did they know they were healed? One you can look at is that, that whiteness is no longer there. They begin to get feelings back in their extremities. So you begin to realize, see, that's another thing leprosy does. It takes away the feelings in your extremities so you can't tell if you injure yourself. Thus you will get an infection and cause that to get infected and, and rot off. So not having that feeling beforehand and having that whiteness they all of a sudden now they're got the whiteness is no longer there and they begin to get feeling back in those places where they didn't have feeling before so they knew something happened but just this one leper come on the samaritan he began to look and say hey the leprosy is gone hey it's gone so he returned back to the one that he know healed him and he went back to him and he began to praise him lord jesus thank you god Thank you for healing me. God, hallelujah, Lord. I don't ever have leprosy. Look, it worked to heal me. I praise you for it, Jesus. Well, he began to acknowledge and praise him, the one that healed him. So what he did, his, his, his reality all of a sudden changed. He shook his foundation. Do you want to understand, you understand what that means? That means whatever that foundation in his body that that leprosy was sitting on, come on, it built itself up in there that no doctors could do anything with, nobody could do anything with. Come on, his praise, come on, it shook the foundation of that thing. The stuff that it caused in his body, 
no longer there. You want those fingers to begin to grow back. Why? Because he was made whole. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. That means he got his fingers back. Come on, he got his toes back. That foundation that was in there, with that leprosy he had a hold of him, was gone. Come on, he shook the foundation of Jesus' praise. Come on, he came back and he told God, Hallelujah, Jesus, you healed me, praise you, God. He fell to his knees, come on, he hit him so bad. He fell to his knees worshiping, come on, and loving on him, praising the one that saved him. Come on, not just saved him, he healed his body and made him whole. Totally changed his entire, come on, his reality was hit. Come on, with a check. You hear me this morning? Come on, the reality was he didn't have fingers. He didn't have toes. Come on, he had a disease that was killing him. All of a sudden, he was healed, and then he praised. Come on, his reality totally changed. It was like he never had leprosy. Amen. And I believe that same leper, come on, that Samaritan, was that day when Jesus was at his house. Come on, he was sitting there. Come on, that lady come in with the alabaster box. Come on, must was supposed to be in that house and come on in the presence of the Jews. Come on, a harlot came in there with that alabaster box, all that money that she had, her entire savings that she paid on this box and that she had saved up. She come in and she knelt at his feet. Come on, and poured that oil on his feet. Come on, and wiped it, cleaned his feet with her hair. Come on, and worshiping and loving on him. Come on, her reality was changed. Why? Because she came in there. Come on, and with a sacrifice of praise. To the Lord, come on, God, change her life. Come on, He changed her reality. You hear me this morning? Come on, that sign of the leper. Come on, that was the sign of the leper's house. Then you got to say what it says he was a leper. No, he wasn't a leper because I got to tell you something. But Jesus was at your house. Come on, He's he staying at your house and He's doing miracles. Come on, for other people. Do you think you're going to sit there with leprosy in your body this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, he changed her life. Come on, she came in there and she gave him an offering. Come on, an offering of praise. Come on, she praised him and loved on him. Took her hair and she was sitting there wiping his feet off. Then on his dirty feet, pulled the sandals off his feet. Took the alabaster box. Come on, and began to wash his feet. And anointed his head with that alabaster box. Amen. Anointed his head with that expensive oil. Come on, and worshiping and loving on him. Do you hear me this morning? Come on, shake your foundations with praise this morning. Come on, do you hear what I'm telling you? Come on, hallelujah. Come on, Paul and Silas was in a prison, locked up on the wall with chains and shackles on them. Come on, they couldn't leave the prison. Come on, they were locked up in there. They were just for saving a woman. Come on, changing her life, delivering her from the spirit. Come on, the devil that was living inside of her. Come on, then people put her and put them in the prison for doing God's will. And as they're standing there, come on, the Bible says, First they prayed. Come on, first they prayed. But then what did they do after they prayed? And what was their prayer? Their prayer was probably, Lord Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord. Come on, we've done what you have told us to do. God, and regardless of our circumstance, Jesus, we're still going to trust you to get us out of this or trust you to take us on over there where you're at. Either way, God, we're putting our trust in you. Come on, they begin to lift up praise to him. Begin to shout to him. Come on, praise to God. Say hallelujah in the highest. Jesus, you're awesome. God, you're wonderful. Well, we don't care what these people are doing to us because we know what's in store for us. We know what rewards you have for us. God, we praise you. We thank you, Jesus, this morning. Lord, for helping us to do what you want to do. God, we exalt you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you, God. And I never get to praise you.
The outcome is, come on, it's your hand that does it. And I believe it's for a miracle this morning. I believe it's for something that happened this morning. Hallelujah. And those fingers will grow back. Come on, the toes will grow back. Not just the leprosy leave your body. No, but come on, your body, your reality will change. Your reality, the reality that you're living, that you're looking at, that you're living in this morning can change. Amen. Praise Him from your heart, trusting and believing Him, believing that He can do it. Come on, there's power in praise. You hear me this morning? There's power in praise. You get God in the house when you begin to praise Him. Come on, you get Him into your, come on, into your surroundings. You get Him into your presence when you begin to praise Him. There are many things that can change when you get to praising the Lord. Amen. Well, when you get to praising God. Hallelujah. See, when you see things in your life and see something happen, come on, you know it's only by the hand of God that, that whatever the case may be was avoided. You need to praise Him. Well, you need to praise Him for it. That don't mean just no little praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for taking care of that. He said, Hallelujah! I praise you, Jesus. God, you, you stopped that from happening, Lord. I praise you, God. I'm going to give it from your heart. Let him know that you're sincere about it. Come on, that's what this is. It's just like Sunday school this morning. It's a heart thing. You hear me? God knows the heart of people. He knows the heart of men. He knows whether or not you're praising Him legitimately from deep down inside. Come on, that's that spirit man in here that should be living in you. Come on, that's reaching out to the one that put it there. It can change your reality. Change your circumstance. Come on, change your situation. Hallelujah. God, I praise you. It's like when they come across the River Jordan. Joshua seen that man standing there. Came up to him and said, Are you for us or against us? Come on, he said, I'm the captain of the Lord's host. And I'm here to tell you, y'all fix to go take Jericho. Come on, and God's going to move in. And there's very little that you're going to have to do because God's going to give you the city. He hit his knees and began to praise and began to worship. That was Jesus standing there in front of him. And when they went over and they crossed over Jordan, they got out there around Jericho and they began to look at that city and they looked at how high the walls were and how strong the fortification, the fortified fortress that nobody had ever tried to take. Got men on foot. They just come out of the wilderness. Don't have no catapult machines or catapult mechanisms, whatever you want to call them, that can cast rocks over the tower walls. Didn't have everything they needed to climb and scale the walls. And I'm sure they were thinking in their mind, how, is, how are we going to get this city? How, how are we going to take this city? How is this going to happen? The Lord told Joshua, don't let no man speak anything in the camp. Because he didn't want no negativity in the camp. I told him how to march around the walls, but on the seventh day, he said, on the seventh day, that's when I want the people to open their mouths. When they hear the sound of the trumpet, I want them to shout. I want that shout as a shout of victory. I want a shout of, come on, a shout of praise. A shout that God has given them the city. And when they walked around that, marched around the walls that seventh time, 
Come on, listen to me this morning. If they wouldn't have praised God when the trumpet sounded, would their walls spill? Would the walls have come down? Is that speaking doubt? No, that's saying that they're not obedient to the Lord. Come on, hallelujah. But when they marched around the walls that seventh time and they come around there and they'll, come on, hallelujah. And the priest sounded the trumpet. When the priest sounded the trumpet, a whole band of Israel shouted with a voice of victory. Come on, hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to God. He's given us a city. Come on, they shouted a praise out to God. Come on, when they did, the walls came down. The walls dropped straight down because of their praise. Come on, because their praise shook the foundations. You hear me this morning. I want you to get this this morning. Shake your foundations with your praise. Shake your foundations with your praise this morning. David is a man that knew all about praise. When he says in the book of Psalms, he says that, that when you praise him, stand beside him. When he's standing beside the poor, getting ready to stand up on their behalf. Because he praised him. Well, David praised God all the time. He praised him every time he turned around, he was praising him. Well, when they come back to Ziklag and then all the people were gone. When all the people, all their, their wives and families and their every, all their belongings and everything was gone. And when it says the men began were getting ready to stone him, they were getting ready to put him to death because they were blaming David for all of it. Well, but instead, he said, the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah. Well, do you think he encouraged himself in the Lord with Lord Jesus, I need you to answer this, God. I need you to move in this, Lord. These people get ready to stone me. God, are you going to move? No, he told him, you hang on a minute. That's right. Let me go have a talk with my father. Amen. And when he got over there, he said, Lord, God, I know regardless of our circumstance, Lord, regardless of our circumstance, God, I'm trusting you and I'm believing you to move in this. Right. And I'm believing Amen. you, God, to recover all of our things. And God, I praise you for it, Jesus. Come on, hallelujah, God. I, I believe you, Lord. And I'm giving you praise, God, because you're worthy of all the praise. Regardless of the outcome, God, I'm asking you to get everything back to us. But regardless of the outcome, I'm going to praise you anyhow because you're worthy of all the praise. And God, I'm going to believe you for a miracle. Come on, hallelujah. I'm going to believe you for it, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. And all of a sudden, you're go and you shall recover all. Come on, hallelujah. And you have your future laying by the wayside. Come on, laying over there. Fell down. You can go no further because you were sick. Come on, even put the man there that they needed. Come on, as they were walking along the path, I said, I know where they went. Hallelujah. I know exactly where they went. I was with them, but I fell sick and they left me here. Hallelujah. Come on, I saw you where they're at. Hallelujah. Come on, he began to follow the Egyptian. Come on, the Egyptian led them right back where the people had taken all their belongings and he recovered all. But he could have said, I, I don't know what to do, guys. I don't know. I, I mean, God let this happen. So I, I don't know. Maybe we just sit right here and die and not have nothing. Maybe we lost everything. And let them stone him to death. But he said, no, you hang on a minute. Let me go ask my father about this. Let me go ask my father where they took our things and where they took our wives and our children. He'll get them back for us. Hallelujah. Come on, he went into God's presence praising him. And exalting him and thanking him. Come on, hallelujah. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Come on, he began to say, regardless of my situation, God, I praise you, Lord, because I know, Jesus, that you're the one that can change all things. You're the one that can make my, hallelujah, can make my situation, my circumstance change. And you can make it better than what it is. Come on, you can give me what I need. Come on, you can move in my circumstance. You can move in my finances. Hallelujah, God, I praise you, Lord, Jesus. Come on, he got in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Lord, I trust you. 
Lord. Shake your foundations of praise this morning. Lord, if you don't see it this morning, I don't know what to tell you. Hallelujah, but come on. I feel so good up here, I'll be illegal. That was a joke. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, God is good this morning. Praise you, 